0: Uh, hi, everybody. Uh, well, actually, your ad here, your ad here, your ad here. Oh, Interested okay. in having your ad here? <laughs> Carl and I will read your ad. Carl, how much should we charge them?
1: How much what?
0: how about 25 bucks we'll we'll play your ad for 25 bucks for the whole month how about that contact us uh, through Twitter whole month,
1: like every show we'll play the yeah, ad we'll and play the ad we'll play it excessively yeah
0: all you gotta <laughs> do is $25 $25 is a great deal so only uh, serious inquiries, please uh, yeah I yeah. know yeah. don't
1: waste our time don't you waste our how time how many people listen to this show hundreds
2: okay? oh no
0: at least thousands serious per revenue. month <laughs> <laughs> uh, alright hang on a second I'm gonna find your stupid song Oh, here we go. All right. Thank you. Hey, hey, world premiere. Here comes the new theme song. You guys ready?
2: Press out those new jokes.
0: Oh, boy. I really love Apple. Thank you for existing, you piece of shit. Die in a fire. <laughs> oh, you know what? I don't know what's going on. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Let's Watch, a full length movie on YouTube with Die in the Fire Mike Spiegelman. <laughs>
1: Song. My turn-ons are dancing in the dark, kissing on a lark, and peeing in the park. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl. That's the duh of Francais, not the duh of dumbass.
3: But never mind that. Don't follow me now. Follow me later. I mean, for right now. let ah!
0: That's the De De Francais. The <laughs> De The De Domes. I love it. That's a brand new song. <laughs> let's watch full length movie is there a ring going on now I'm just crazy anyway uh, yes we do have uh, Paul Brumbaugh is in the studio great and he's going to count us down for our movie this show is of course L W A F L M O Y T. OYT we are available on iTunes Re- mutinyradio.fm as L W A F L M O Y T, and we're on Facebook as let's watch full length movie on YouTube uh, we don't uh, so come on join join the group you and your weird joint group joining, you people. Weird people. Uh, anyway, uh, and then we're on other medias, including area.na. So uh, you should check that out. So the premise of this is we're going to go over to our good friends, YouTube, and we're going to watch a full-length movie. These are movies I've read about for years, uh, and I always wanted to see them, and they're on YouTube. And this movie is pretty recent, Carl. What's this movie today?
1: Uh, this is Saving Christmas. What is it, 2014?
0: 2014. <clears throat>
1: This is Kurt Cameron's Saving Christmas. And basically, it will be telling you, Christmas is fine just the way it is. There's nothing pagan about it. Don't worry about it. Enjoy.
0: Don't worry about it. You worry you're ripping off someone? Don't worry about it. Uh, And I should mention that it's known as Kurt Cameron's apostrophe S, Saving Christmas, which is a play on words, because he's literally saving Christmas, uh, as well as this is his movie called Saving Christmas.
1: So if... If you put into the search engine of YouTube just Saving Christmas, you'll get there too. But Kurt Cameron's apostrophe, apostrophe S apostrophe? Saving Christmas
0: <laughs>
1: Apostrophe per 2014 closed
0: per Can I give a mad shout out to the uh, channel that is hosting this video? Not uh-huh. only is the channel name called uh, The Worst Movies of All Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only is this the only movie in its collection... But this movie was uploaded on December twenty fourth, two thousand sixteen.
1: So. Christmas Eve.
0: Bravo. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's really good. Uh, this movie has some notoriety to it. Of course, Kirk Cameron went public and asked people to give good, rotten tomato scores. We, we got tons to talk about this movie. So uh, why don't we go ahead and click the link and then hit pause when it's about to, we'll when it's buffering. buffering. But buffering. Once
1: again. Search for Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas 2014, and the worst movies of all time is our YouTube host.
0: Yes. This was published on December 14, 2015, one year after it came out in theaters.
1: (laughs) 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 It was a success, this movie, by the way. Did Paul bring his radio
0: voice? Did Paul bring his radio voice?
1: Yeah, because yes, Mike, so your hell didn't.
0: All right, he's unpacking it now. Uh, okay, uh, Mr. Paul Brumbaugh, will you please uh, do the duties?
4: All right, you guys, you know the drill. It's all buffered up and ready to go. Get that finger hovering over the play button in three, two, and one. Push play.
0: Uh, you got to push play. Oh, Paul
1: switched up the style this week.
0: You said radio voice. He, he provided yeah. you radio voice. No, this is no like backwoods podcast shit. By the way, we're in the backwoods. Uh well
1: I am, not you.
0: we're watching the, we're the uh part of the mission district. Yeah, oh right. I'm in a metropolitan area as, as uh the Trump administration. If you want to see a deer, liberty, you have to
1: go home to your wife.
0: Oh, who's Which, my dear deer, yes. Oh, but you you just say hit him. Okay, I'm here he is. So glad you're
1: okay, so this is Kurt and he's Hello explaining. Christmas. That, to us that he I loves love
0: Christmas. Christmas you can listen to him if you want Well, he, he loves Christmas no I would rather listen to you explain him explaining the premise of this movie so before this movie is even started he's, he's explaining the premise
1: he's pointing around to the you know I love the stock I love the I winter love the tree, beard
0: I love the fire does he, he, does he really loves... we should preface this I am Jewish so I have questions okay <laughs> is there such a thing as a winter beard He says, "Oh, a great holiday! Every you love the trees, growing the holiday beard. Is that a thing? That's a thing. Winter beard.
1: Yeah, that's a thing, and it's a recent thing.
0: Yeah, so weird. I mean, I'm all for like no shave November.
5: Something that makes people.
0: That's charity, but I never thought once. Hey, I'm not shaving for a couple days because it's fucking Christmas.
1: Because it's yeah, yeah, right. So you get a scruff going. See his scruff right now? It's, yeah. It's not fully grown in at all.
0: Can we talk it's about who scruff. he is as his film starts?
1: Okay, so, Kurt Cameron was famous, he became famous for the worst sitcom in the world, in my personal opinion. Um, you know, yeah. anything,
0: well, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I mean, the 80s is is like practically 40 years away at this point, right? It's just this weird vacuum time capsule. And a certain generation knows exactly who this guy is from because he was on this awful 80s sitcom that had Leonardo DiCaprio towards the end Growing season. Growing Pains. Growing Pains. The late Alan Thicke. Uh, and he famously, towards the end of the show's run, Found, discovered religion. I don't know if he was born again or he, he was blessed. Well, he, or, he was
1: not raised religion, nor was his sister, who will appear in this movie. Who they will appear not in this picture? Religion.
0: So he just they and his sister was in the show as well. Was she? Yeah. Oh, yes.
1: Her sis, his real life sister is in this movie and a pretend brother in law.
0: Right. They couldn't get the real... brother. Well, the, the pretend brother-in-law who we're going to watch yammer Away is also the director and co-writer and co-producer of this film. Right, yeah. right.
1: and What Kurt is saying right now is a lot of people want to throw a wet blanket on Christmas, and there's two camps. There's the external people who say have your celebration, but just keep it to yourself. Don't pretend that the whole world celebrates Christmas. Right. You know, which don't is be a jerk. What,
0: that's the Jewish view. Just shut up with it. <laughs>
1: No, he will not go on to do. any... by the way, that cup is empty. I mean, he loves hot chocolate. He talked about it like. Oh, three he, four sit, times
0: he a took two sips. Ah. Uh, he's an actor. <laughs> he is an actor in this movie. I mean, he does know how to listen. You know, when like his mouth is sometimes closed, but he's breathing, if it's open, he's still breathing through his nose. It's very professional.
1: <laughs> he's very professional.
0: <laughs> that wasn't. He looked like he's breathing through his mouth. Like no, the rest these camps of the people.
1: Of, um, uh, Jewish people who say, don't celebrate Christmas so loud. He doesn't talk about them at all, just in the beginning. But the internal Christmas people, the internal Christians, he says that <clears throat> the second camp claimed that the way we celebrate Christmas is wrong. This is the keep Christ in Christmas people. Right. It has nothing to do with Christ. We should get rid of it all. It's pagan. But he's saying and those that's people are who wrong. he's going to talk to
0: all in right. this movie. And he's gonna say, "Status quo, baby. Leave everything like it is. That's right. Yeah. everything's fine. Hey, Christmas is fine. Can I? I like to give a little backstory too. So, so Kirk Cameron. Uh, oh, look, he's gonna have a little bit more of that non chocolate, not chocolate, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, not chocolate with some whipped air.
1: It's instant. It's instant
0: hot chocolate. Campam Studios, chocolate. Cameron Family." Cameron.
1: Cameron family. That probably in his mind was like, I have a great idea. This is going to be huge. Cam fam.
0: So let's let's talk quickly about uh, our friend Kirk Cameron because uh, one our generation, I would say the Generation X, knows him from Growing Pains, knowing that he found religion and that he kicked off the, his the actress playing his girlfriend on the show because she had posed for Playboy. Then he went off, mm-hmm. and then the next generation probably knows him from his Christian movies that were made that were pretty popular. He the original Left Behind and then the sequel, not not the Nick Cage remake. Uh, he did a movie about a fireman who watches pornography called, I don't know, Fireman Jerking or something like that. That movie was pretty really? popular. Yeah, I forget wow. the name of it. But it was basically, he was hooked on porn. He was like a firefighter and uh, he just loved to wank it, wank it. Speaking of wank it, wank it, who's so this? So he was Is this, English. He's like, yeah, he's a wanker. <laughs> and he, But he likes to shag. Yeah, baby.
1: Now you said speaking of wanking, and you often do.
0: yes. Who's this guy with the little funny cane in the flashback, his biblical flashback? This
1: guy with the cane in the flashback is the real Santa Claus. This is Saint Nick. And we'll come back to him. We're seeing him now, but he's not yet part of the
0: story. Pretty trippy. He'll get
1: explained.
0: This is Chekhov's uh, Santa Claus. When you introduce Santa Claus in the first act, you you use Santa Claus in the third act.
1: Yes, yes. Although this is very loose, I mean it's documentary style, so it really doesn't have act. But yes,
0: one one point uh, the so uh, so anyway, so Kirk Cameron uh, was that's it. So he was just a weird note about the eighties, and he had a niche market. But then this movie kind of blew him up. He got blown up on the internet twice, I believe. One which I'll play the video afterwards, uh, where he explains how God, uh, bananas prove creationism. And uh, I'm happy to play that. Uh, and then, yeah. this movie, his promotion was telling people to give a good reviews and run tomatoes, and that's just you know the internet's a nasty beast, and that's yeah bit him. So you, that's the third generation, that's the new kids right now who are now know Kirk Cameron as the sad guy who had a birthday party photo of him eating subway sandwiches at a table. You know what I mean? Like they know him from the internet. Yeah. Okay, here's the director, the brother-in-law.
1: That is the director, right? Mm-hmm. Is he Jewish? Doesn't he look it?
0: Yeah, I think the guy's a secret But I mean, Jew. if Jesus was Jewish, oh, is it Jews or Jesus? Okay, so here's the animated intro, and yeah. this and it's playing another fucking music uh, Christmas song.
1: Now check this out, Mike. Yes. The guy who made uh, Veggie Tales, you know his his name's Phil Vischer. I don't know, but he I created.
0: Thought, v- are you sure it's veggie. not Adolf Hitler Jr. the fifth? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: Oh look at this! They it's went the to Bill
1: Visher of Veggie Tales and they asked him to do the opening segment that we're watching, but he re- he declined. He respectfully declined. So they did this instead. Probably some
0: That's a real unknown. shame. I'm sure like a uh, ten million more people would have watched this movie if the Veggie Tales <laughs> did the intro. It's
1: more buzz. Yeah, more buzz. Not this,
0: this is like Perfect. the here's the three major. They're carrying three items. See, look like one, two, three. Yep. Oh, and there's more of them.
1: They're, they're, everyone's
0: a wise man. Yeah, except one brought gold. Uh, the other two brought burial
1: spices, no, by this, the way. This manger, he'll, he'll yeah, burial
0: spices. I, I heard that. Hey, edited yeah. by a factory, post-mill factory. <laughs> and did you notice the manger was in a cave? Holy fuck. Did you ever <laughs> that learn that case. in Hebrew school, your Hebrew school? Did you ever learn that the manger was actually a cave? Or is that just fucking bullshit? Um,
1: Okay. Well, first of all, you have to believe that there was a manger, and there was, you know.
0: Okay. Yeah. Fair enough.
1: <laughs> okay. K- Kirk will claim that the main, the um, it wasn't like stables at the end. It was a manger where they kept the animals, and it was a cave, and the rock where is was the manger itself, where like a trough where animals were fed.
0: Okay. Here we are. This is. Uh, do you think this was shot at his fucking house, and they just took the tax write-off?
1: It absolutely might have been, you know. Who knows?
0: Right. Um, it could be a
2: studio. It clearly
1: is an upper middle class suburban home, and I wouldn't say mansion, but <clears throat> it's one of those houses where you walk in and you see the big, you're at Tara spiral staircases. Yes. Twelve hey, oaks. That's me.
0: That's well, that's him
1: enjoying the party.
0: Hey, that's me talking over my own movie, and there's my real life sister.
1: My real life sister. She's throwing the party. No, who but obviously, wasn't on TV.
0: But like, like Curb Your Enthusiasm, my spouse is played by an actor.
1: <laughs>
0: and, and the comedians, Billy Crystal's wife was an actress. It wasn't his actual wife.
1: Mm-hmm. So um, he's I think saying, look, you've outdone yourself. You even hired Santa. And he's saying, oh, that's Uncle Bill.
0: <laughs> yeah, Uncle
1: Bill was unemployed, I don't remember.
0: Job. I don't remember Uncle Bill. He was a, he was a sibling to my our parents. <laughs> I don't know. him I mean, cousin Bill, I would get, but you, you should know your fucking uncles. Oh, look, faith—the word faith is behind there with a the cross as a T. Do you think oh, those they're guys super,
1: have super super religious now?
0: Yeah, like every detail has to have a Christ in there. Oh, two thousand. He's photo.
1: learning right now that the husband. His brother-in-law is being a scrooge. He's being a bah humbug about
0: Christmas. His name, by the way, in this movie is Christian, the doubter.
1: Yeah, Christian.
0: Right. Why
1: don't you just hit us over the
0: head? (laughs) Take this sledgehammer, Kirk Cameron, and hit us over the head with it. Ah, here we go. Hey, kids, you want some real hot hot chocolate? Loves hot chocolate. Yeah, they got a fucking urn of it. Uh,
1: of course Kirk, Kirk earns his hot chocolate.
0: But he wasn't drinking hot chocolate in the intro. This is like the real hot, the budget went into this scene for hot chocolate.
1: Yeah, you can't not get, you can't say to the kids look
3: just pretend.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a yeah. film. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have whipped cream? Yes, whipped cream. Did you notice the quotation marks when I speak? <laughs> wow, look at this setup. It looks more like a funeral or like a horse uh, race. Kirk
1: says that the stories Stories we know are important for teaching truth. We learn based through them. But when it's the same old story, we want to change it, you know? It's yeah. been years and years. He
0: does talk a lot about seeing Christmas through new eyes. And I don't mm-hmm. understand, is that like being born again? Like, the one character mentions he gets baptized twice, and I just don't know. Are they blessed? Like how do No, they...
1: it's, it's just waking up to realize <clears throat> that everything around me directly relates to Jesus even things I didn't even think about before.
0: So you don't have to be born again. You don't have to get baptized again. You don't have to get bar mitzvahed again. You're just seeing new eyes. Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Do you talk about it? To, you can't talk about it because they won't let you talk about it, but that's in the sequel.
1: <laughs> There's a sequel?
0: <laughs> so I have to mention, Carl, you know, Saving Private Ryan – uh, the, the hack joke was hey they made a porno movie out of it it's called Shaving Pri- uh, Ryan's Privates right so like Kirk Cameron's Shaving Christmas or Christmas <laughs> <laughs> also name me <laughs> another movie that has a Jaren and then Christmas Blanking Christmas go ahead uh, uh,
1: Christmas with the Cranks what? It's I love something that something ING Christmas
0: yeah so there's Surviving Christmas with Ben Affleck uh-huh, Right. and then I guess is, yeah. I, I imagine Hallmark Network has gone through every fucking v- verb in the vocabulary oh I like this guy
4: <laughs> you know me
3: this Bless guy me, is
4: man. Man. Kirk's way of, of
3: saying, saying um, there's crazy Christians yeah, out
1: man, there crazy tongues, Christians and this is like you've heard him before
0: oh so he's making fun of him
1: Yes, he is. What he's doing is like Kirk thinks. Kirk thinks there's regular Christians, and then there's Christians who became Christians because they get obsessed with stuff, and they're conspiracy theorists, wacko kind of guys, and they want right. to throw a wet blanket on our nice Christmas.
0: The war on Christmas. One of the characters says, "War on Christmas." I saw it on Net, uh, on uh, Fox you, News, but it's look like. It up. But it's like the, his premise, the conspiracy theorist, who's the uh, other person. There's like six people in this movie. Uh, he says, like, uh, he names all these liberal uh, conspiracies, and then he mentions the war on Christmas. I saw it on Fox News. And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're, you're still not. This guy, by the way, the director, he made a bunch of documentaries. Uh, he was a music director. He did, like, Pennywise and No XX videos, and uh-huh. he made a movie called surviving free speech about how a traditional pro-marriage pastor went to a university and the hyper-liberals hyper-liberals with a hyphen uh, right. Hyphen liberals uh, shut down, and free speech is really in danger. And I said, oh, okay. So he must have just got a little bit more religious and more political as life went on. But his most current documentary is called Stonewall, and there's no information given. But Stonewall is usually associated with the bar and the consequential riot that occurred at the bar in New York City, at the gay bar, uh, that that's pretty much spearheaded uh, gay rights in America. Okay. Yeah,
1: it began a move—yeah. So I mean, it was something that was already going on, but now they had— Something to hang
0: their something hat on. Something to hang their hat on. So this guy has a, a documentary called Stonewall, and there's no information given, but I wonder if it's his take. Or it's probably like Stonewall and Christians. We can't talk about stuff. <laughs> we can't make movies. We should
4: reach out.
1: So what just happened is Christian was very disillusioned, and then that guy came in and gave him a bunch of head drift
0: Yeah, he was, and he's so like...
1: Now he's, disappeared all the way
0: that's when he gave the speech about uh, being baptized twice which happened to me Carl both by an accident yeah well originally you fell my,
1: into holy water
0: yeah my mom was originally trying to drown me in the bathtub until the pastor walked in and she And made, he said
1: oh it's great you're converted oh yeah that's in right right Power. The
0: father, compel me look
1: <laughs> so you see the California plates and it's a big old I'm a Republican SUV yeah
0: yeah so this was shot in Los Angeles. So, I mean, it could be a movie set, or they could have just shot it in the house and, and took the tax write-off. Right. It, right.
1: Well, you can saying tax write-off like you're some sort of cheater. Look, the $500,000 budget for this movie in 2014 dollars, and for what it is, you know, it's, I bet you it was shot in a day, you know what I mean? So...
0: It was not shot know. in a day. It was. This was okay. shot probably Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving, the Friday, Black Friday.
1: I'm just not in the mood yet.
0: The director also has a movie called Black Friday, but it looks more like an action thriller than a religious thing.
1: So he's saying that <clears throat> he's just hiding because he just needed a break. It gets too Christmassy. He's driving home, and he saw a girl with his mom at the mall, and the girl was crying and making a fuss. And he's basically saying, this is all about God. It's not about Jesus.
0: Yeah. Well, okay, this is what I like to say, and then I'll be quiet. I did work in, like, game industry, like whether it's video games or toys for kids. And the yeah. biggest time for that those industries, this is nothing religious, is Christmas because that's when right. people buy the product. So when people yeah. say, oh, that store said Happy Holiday, I wish these stores were more Christmas, by the very definition of capitalism, it's all striving based on Christmas to begin with. So you can't say this toy, this toy store was rude to you because they're selling toys that were meant to be on the shelves by November for this holiday. They're Everyone's very respectful of the holiday. They have the merchandise. Their whole industry is based on this holiday. So you yeah. want you want them to keep going at it? I don't get it. You know. Yeah.
1: And the thing is that ha- by saying happy holidays, <clears throat> what it is is you cannot deny that not everybody in this world is Christian. Yeah. But we're still going to have our Christmas and say Merry Christmas. So by saying happy holidays, you get to still be able to do it. We're going to have this big the world celebrates Christmas. But we're saying
0: happy holidays. No, it's not
1: just Christmas, you know. Yeah, but Hanukkah too. Yeah,
0: but Christmas know? is one day, and it's right. not this. It's not when uh, uh, back to school sales and ho- and Halloween costumes are on the shelves, and you have to go buy right. that shit. It's it's. The season starts the moment people go in the stores for back to school. And that's the season. So you're kind of saying to people, look, we'll make it through this season. All right? Happy holidays. This is the Christmas season. You know? Mm-hmm. If it was about mm-hmm. Christmas, they would only talk about it on the day of Christmas. So it is a right. whole season where we talk about this one fucking day.
1: Yeah, it is. And that season is just because of what you said. Money. Yeah. There wouldn't be a season if not for, it's time to remind you, you got to buy.
0: Yeah, I mean, rubber fucking gloves and shaving stuff and, and perfume yep. and all that shit, That there's, they're going to have it on the shelves before Thanksgiving because of this holiday. So you can't say these people aren't religious. They are very attuned to the holiday. Yes. Yeah.
1: You know, I worked, I don't work there now, but I work for a retail, a company that made smart devices for retail. And the whole product is about Christmas if you can't launch it at Christmas, it's going to be a 2019 product,
0: you know. Right, right. Well, that's a, then you have your quarterly base. The holidays it falls on the quarter, so you have to uh, sell. So that's it is right. A, so while we are having our discussion uh, across America, we are watching our two heroes in this movie in a car, yes. and this guy is giving his story, and he's talking about. Like the by the way the way he says druids I hear jewids I don't know about you but he keeps talking about the Jewid. I do not
1: hear jewids But he's saying <laughs> that's the whole
0: sensitive. That's maybe it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> jewids. The it's jewids.
1: Like, <laughs> it's like a, a guy will say to me porky and I'll say did you call me porky like I'm
0: hearing <laughs> what I want to hear. Yeah, all right. That's a good one. Let's go. Let's see where the conversation you're talking about. Oh, look at that fist bump. He wouldn't even talk to his black friend, but he fist bumps his white brother-in-law.
1: <laughs> um, basically, he's saying that, uh, you know, the kids are going to tear into their pre- presence. It's all selfishness. A few weeks from now, those toys will be, just be unplayed with. We could have fed Americans with this. We could have dug wealth in Africa with this money. This can't what be what God wants for a celebration.
0: We could have bought guns for children with that money, uh, teachers with that <laughs> money.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, they
0: can't afford that shit. <laughs>
1: And the second thing is he's saying, look at this giant Christmas tree in the center of the whole thing, and tucked away in the corner, out of sight, is the nativity scene in a snow globe. It's Santa and it's the Christmas tree. They get wow. all the focus, and and Jesus is like a trinket, a nativity scene, and he's saying, this isn't what Christmas is about. Now, this so is Kirk a weird... So, Kirk is now yeah. saying... What's that?
0: No, uh, no, no. What's Kirk saying?
1: Kirk is now saying, essentially, I got news for you... You know, I get what you're saying, but it's all wrong. And Christian's like, what's all wrong? He's like, everything. It's all wrong. He's saying that uh, – here, go, let's listen for all right, a few okay, seconds.
3: Okay, all
0: right. You're listening to the wrong people. Oh, yeah. You're listening to the Are Jews. The
1: same party? What he's saying, he said you, bought the, you drank the Kool-Aid. Drank the, the Kool-Aid. It's funny. Because that's a Christian okay, so what, thing, right? Oh,
0: right. Jones. Yeah, sure. Uh, Bay Area knows like, it. It's not. It was all cu- going
1: to have heaven, so drink the stuff that'll kill you.
0: You know, it it wasn't Kool Aid brand. It was a different brand. What? Yeah, it's true. It was like Flavor Right or something. I don't. I don't know what the actual brand that killed all those people were, but it wasn't Kool Aid.
1: Oh my God! I bet you it was Kool Aid themselves that said, "Hype it up."
0: kool so you Kool-Aid. you think it's ironic because it was a religious guy who drank. Made everyone drink the Kool Aid.
1: Right, and he's saying the people who want to poo-poo Christmas, the non-religious people, Let's start with you know, you're drinking the Kool-Aid. The nativity. So, believing their lies.
0: But this is so funny, the way how he talks about how he feels like his culture is being carjacked, right? And then uh, is that it's like, mm-hmm. do people really think this? They're like, oh, my God. I'm, I mean, like, we're, there was conquistadors and inquisitors and all this stuff, and now you're, like, sad that someone's bullying your religion? I mean, it's religion. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, he's grow a spine. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, here's the manger stuff. Okay,
1: so he, Okay, so Christian is like, tell me why it's I'm wrong. And he says, okay, close your eyes, and I want you to visualize the nativity scene.
0: Right, and please do not worry about my hand. It may land on your crotch.
1: <laughs> uh, but it won't. That's not Kirk's style. No, no, no. No, it no. will land in his wife's crotch, and only when it's time to have another baby. So
0: <laughs> We love you, Kirk wife. Cameron, do not sue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he's reminding us that Herod knew that a Messiah was coming, and he got scared of that. So he wanted to kill this Messiah before he would even got a chance to live. So he did a census in which all the people were to go to their hometown and be counted, but at the same time, he told the soldiers, when the count is done, you'll know where all the children are. Infants, only infants. Go oh. kill all the infants. And the soldiers said, oh, old, old good boss, and went and slaughtered little little infants. I never believed that that could really be true.
0: You, you know? mean that someone would just say, this goes against everything I believe in. You got it, boss. Well, look,
1: if... If it was our U.S. troops in Afghanistan, right, Right. and we said, go kill Taliban, hooray, okay, but if you said, okay, I want you to go to the Taliban people, find all the infants, and murder, And, 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 I mean, they're not a soldier, those are enemy combatants, I just don't think people would really do it. Do you?
0: No, I don't think people would do it. They would probably be like, whoa, wait a minute, that's a little... Oh, look at this footage. These are the con- these are yeah. the guys stabbing away. So did they shoot this in their backyard or did they just borrow it from stockfootage.com <laughs> or something stock like that? Footage. I don't
1: know. Yeah. Lord of the Rings.
0: Christian footage, stock footage. Public Christian domain. Uh, do you have any imagery of uh, Conquistadors? Yes, yes, in the Christian Public Domain uh, Library.
1: But wait, wait, no, no, you're missing, no, 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 that was Herod's soldiers killing infants.
0: Oh, right, oh, right, so now they they got the baby Jesus is in the manger, and he's saying... By
1: the way, though, I gotta say something, that if this was a real thing and they really went around and killed infants, then there wouldn't be those red fires like they were on a battlefield and they wouldn't be in the streets smashing them with poles.
0: Well, they were just sort of a bunch of people stabbing, I guess, assumingly babies with swords. Yeah. Is that how you do that? You go, I stabbed thee, baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what he's saying now is, What's most important in the nativity scene is something that we overlook. And I think you saw this earlier. Yeah. It's the swaddling cloth because this swaddling cloth is the same thing, you know, that they have at a birth that's used at a death.
0: Well, you know, I, I, I know that because I gave that present at the, at the shower. That was my gift, the swaddling cloth. And they said, <laughs> that's really died. tacky. That's really tacky. And I said, well, what do you expect from me? <laughs>
1: I used the same swaddling cloth. As soon as he was born, I strangled him.
0: So it was, he was born on a death cloth, is what you're saying.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a shroud of Turin he got born on. Okay, <laughs> so what he's trying to say is that it, he's saying that the birth of Jesus is all about the death of Jesus. He was born to die, and so the swaddling cloth comes back at Jesus' burial— But also, he points out that the two wise men gave spices that are for burials back in that day, frankincense and myrrh.
0: And also the gold is used to hold down the baby coffins because they're so light, they keep popping out of the ground.
1: (laughs) 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 So these are spices used to bury someone. So it's supposed to be to remind us of Jesus' coming death. Jesus was born to die.
0: So this is foreshadowing. That's this is good. like, yeah, like he's yeah, uh, Zack yeah. Snyder from uh, directing a movie. Like I'll put the swaddling cloth in the beginning and the end. <laughs> it's, it's the movie fart. He directed uh, Justice League. Was just throwing his name out. So okay, so I guess oh, well, that's well, the major.
1: Well, one last thing. You see yeah. this closing the birth? Yeah. The cave that's supposed to be like the tomb. When they opened the tomb, all they saw was the swaddling cloth, meaning that this cloth was not enough to hold the material body
0: and went up to heaven. Is this the first time you heard about this or is this something anyone has said in your lifetime?
1: Sure, yeah. No, no, not about the swaddling yeah. cloth, but about no, no, this is all coming this is no,
0: you're right. It's the first time I've heard this. Because it's weird, like
1: No but the thing is it gets me mad is that Christian was saying the nativity scene is put to the side and the Christmas tree and Santa are the center. And then Kirk goes, no, no, that's not true. And then Kirk tells a story that doesn't dispute that the Christmas tree is in the center and that the nativity is pushed to the side. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. He talks about the nativity.
0: But he's trying to say, and we'll, we'll, I, I know I'm jumping the gun, but that the Christmas tree represents the cross. Yeah. That all trees represent the cross.
1: Well, I
0: mean... Oh, here, here's our two buddies. The... Here's yeah. the comic relief. And this is a really infuriating way. The, every, all the action is faced towards the camera. So these two people, I mean, they're pretending not to talk to each other, but they're looking at the camera and there are scenes, dozens of scenes where these guys are basically playing directly to the camera. Yes. You know? So, I mean, they do that on YouTube shorts, but this is a fucking full-length movie, man. Or <laughs> barely a full-length. Our... 72 minutes. No,
1: he's going to do a rant. But his coffee cup is going to block his
4: mouth.
0: Yeah, which I think is the one funny thing in this movie is that they mutter behind the coffee cup. Yeah. Yeah, man. Christian comedy can be really caustic and funny. You know, yeah, no, uh, nice. I love it when people pile on atheists. It, it makes me laugh till my ach- my sides hurt. But all right, here we go. They're we're they're on, they're covering them. Go on the.
4: Off- the rapper sugar Free Yeah, said, it's so obvious You ain't doing. got to get ready They're already taking away Our freedom of speech I can't say Merry Christmas At work no more I have to say Happy Holidays But I am not in a days.
0: But I am not in a days. Nice ah, ah. bumper Again, sticker time the,
1: the crazy Christian The Christian crazy Don't listen to their rambling
0: But he goes into like right. Wrong Libertarian Liberal stuff still too
4: working on that one Come on man They got fluoride in our water
0: so, Fluoride in the water That's a classic one <laughs>
4: And he mentions camels. Right. The burgers—you probably ain't even had one in years. They ain't no ground beef, homie. That's pink slime. I seen it on YouTube. Look at. Yeah,
0: I seen it on YouTube too. It's disgusting. It actually looks really tasty, pink slime. Knowing they could turn them into like frozen White Castle <laughs> hamburgers, that's pretty cool. Uh,
1: he reminds me of the cat guy. There's this reality TV show in which a guy goes and diagnosis your problematic
0: cat oh yeah, yeah 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 he's the the cat healer or the cat right uh, claw, or the I cat mean whisperer. he's got a lot
1: of tattoos it's obviously not the same guy but his name
0: is like you. Jason Galaxy or Galaxy Johnson or some <laughs> shit like that I've watched that show it's like cat trauma or like <laughs>
3: yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah well what's the problem oh uh no problem we just wanted to be on tv oh okay Jackson Galaxy Jackson or Jackson Galaxy
1: if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Are you feeling me?
0: So this scene shows up in the outtakes at the end credits. Yeah. For another hour. What? They haven't moved the fucking camera. And they only move, change the camera for, uh, when they do cuts. You know what I mean? Like They're editing down the dialogue. So how do you think they shot this parked car scene? Are they in a studio right now or are they in a parked car? These interior shots. Uh,
1: I believe it's a very controlled park car. I mean, you can do that with the windows rolled down. You know, uh, you can my, mount.
0: My money My money's on a set, Carl. I, I Okay. Think, yeah, I think this is a set.
1: It has why to be. build a car when one you just drive one in? And, but okay.
0: But so they really shot this sitting in a fucking car, and we're well, watching. Why this.
1: is that hard to believe? And you know, the very last movie you ever saw. There were two guys in a car. I mean.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I think like sometimes Christian movies, and God bless them, but sometimes they're so talkative. There's like no action. It's just there's people meet right. at an airport and they start talking and they start talking about religion. And then it ends with them talking about religion. And then, you know, maybe they pen pal a little bit and they're, they're talking. <laughs> right. It's,
1: nothing happens. Well, we'll see a little action when uh, the real Santa Claus punches somebody. Right. he's talking about. Right now, he's talking about the Christmas tree, though. He's saying it's not in the Bible. I don't know. He wasn't born items. in December. The... Everyone knows that. So we're uh, celebrating uh, that. Jesus that. wasn't born in December. He
0: was born January first, zero 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 one, right? Uh huh. Yeah, he was born at the start of the calendar year, January first. We just celebrated a week early. Come, Mike Spiegelman. Wait, saved he wasn't Christmas.
6: born.
1: He wasn't born in the year zero. He was born in the year one.
0: He was born in the year one. And the year one started... The first year of our Lord. Yeah. And and what was the first date of that? One, one. So he had to be born on that day. Otherwise, we would not have this calendar.
1: (laughs) Mike Spiegelman, theologian. Oh, Oh, move over,
0: Kirk Cameron. Mike (laughs) Spiegelman saving Christmas. Saving Christians. (laughs)
1: L-W-A-M-L-M-O-W-A-C-E.
0: He's, Kirk Cameron's not only saving Christmas, but he's saving his brother-in-law named Christian. He's saving Christian.
1: He's saving Christian. Mm-hmm.
0: And he's saving Christians with his fucking weird... So we can agree that like, there's nothing about religion. It's just his view of religion is weird.
1: Well, his view of religion is Christmas is fine. See, what... Okay, Christian is saying Christmas trees aren't the Bible, and then... Kirk says maybe not specifically an evergreen Christmas tree, but trees are all over the Bible, so it's okay.
0: So yeah, Christian does this annoying joke where he talks about all the books. Like I checked all the books, like yeah. everything's a bumper sticker. To this Numbers guy. eight, number two, rotomy, and uh, <laughs> and then Kirk's response is, it "Is in the Bible? It's in Genesis. What the Christmas lot mm-hmm. is fucking Eden." Oh. Yeah,
1: he, that's right. He says the Garden of Eden was full of trees, and we really care about two of them, the Tree of Life and the Tree of Knowledge of Good and Evil. But since those are trees, I think Christmas trees appropriate. <clears throat> he also brings up the fact that in Old Jerusalem, in the temple, which was a tent, you know, a tabernacle, right. they had a, a, a tree in there. What was it, a fig tree? And it was adorned with light. Um where where is it i must have it written down here somewhere uh, and the temple was frescoed with the images of trees when it was time to build his house the jewish temple god brought, brought trees inside uh, the lamp in his house the tabernacle was an almond tree okay and uh, he placed on the branches light and then he says when okay First of all, let me step away. You see, he, what he's saying is, okay, there's no Christmas tree, but there's so many there's so many trees in the Bible that it's cool. Get it? So we're supposed to get it. Then what he says about Jesus is that Adam ate the fruit from the, tr- the, knowledge of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He felt bad about that, ashamed. When you steal something, you're supposed to give it back. But he couldn't give it back because he ate it. It was part of him. So later... Jesus, who was the last Adam, the last man condemned to hell, he hung himself on a tree, the cross, essentially being the fruit hanging from the tree and giving back to the tr- the knowledge of good and evil, the fruit. It doesn't make sense, but that's what Cameron said.
0: Man, that's the... Jesus. Well, all right, there we go. I don't know. I what mean, to
1: say. it makes sense until it makes sense. Oh, first of all, I gotta believe in Jesus, which I—I'll I, admit it, I don't. But, <laughs> but well, it makes might... sense, like for him to be uh, the last Adam, and his act is making a pathway to heaven for all those who come after. But. He was not giving back our knowledge of what is good and what is evil by hanging on that cross. Right. I mean, according to what Kurt said, Kirk said he was giving it back and repaying God. If that's true, then you and I would not know what's good and what's evil, and hell, I know you're
7: evil. But...
0: <laughs> <laughs> God, that's so—I uh, mean, there's a lot to— do you, I, don't think, squad, I, think. I, I don't think anyone's gone into a tree lot and go. This reminds me of the Garden of Eden, because it, the Garden yeah. of Eden is in a consumer shopping lot, temporary parking spot <laughs> that turns into a condo if it's a San Francisco uh, lot. You know, uh, there's not even Christmas lots around here. They all turn into condos, the empty spaces. <laughs> you know, uh, but they. So if anything, they're Genesis of condos. But so here's some guy. Is he Jesus? This guy looks Jewish. He looks no. Like that's friend.
1: supposed to be Adam.
0: And he's looking at the apple. Oh, yummy apple. I'm going to stick my dick in it. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs>
3: You're that
1: The
0: snake's evil. like, no, no. Yet. Hey, don't stick your dick in it. You're supposed to eat it. I'm going to stick my dick. God, that's my apple, dude. The snake has yeah, to watch evil Adam fucking apple. Hadn't. Just eat it. <laughs> you fucking stupid. Do you think Adam fucked the apple and then ate uh, it? No,
1: no. He didn't I stick his dick he... in it? I don't uh just, I don't think there was an Adam, but okay. I
0: think Adam sucked it like he must have anyway. All right. I don't want to get too to religious. Although this is the old testament, I can talk about that. So you didn't
1: want to get too religious on this religious joke.
0: Whatever happened to the tree of life? I know it's in that Brad Pitt movie, but like if do they don't eat any fruit from it? Eve doesn't eat. No, from you the
1: tr- see, if you ate fruit from the tree of life, yeah. then you would live forever. And what Kirk is saying and what religious philosophy is saying is whoever believes in Jesus is eating from the tree of life and when they die, they won't perish, but will live on everlasting in God's kingdom uh, because they believe in Jesus.
0: So the tree of life is Jesus? Or the, belief <laughs> the tree of, Jesus? of life
1: is in the Garden of Eden. It is God's thing, but God is giving you an avenue to it
0: Through Jesus. So this this young girl in the Christmas lot is now looking at a cross that appeared in the lot. Right. To which her dad says, "Hey, how much for the cross?"
1: (laughs) I'm sorry, sir. That's off for sale.
0: Off for sale. I'll give you twenty bucks. A deal. (laughs) I'll
1: I'll give you twenty-five if you take some twine and tie it to the top of my head. I'll give
0: you forty bucks if you parade it down Mission Street. You know, actually, there's religious people who walk around uh, carrying a cross on Sunday. It's their mission. Well, it's on Mission Street uh, here in the, in the Mission District in San Francisco. There's, I'm not, I'm not trying to belittle, I'm just saying there's people who walk around with a wooden cross, like three people carrying right, a cross over their
1: shoulder, like stations of the cross. That was particularly cruel that they made people who are going to be crucified bring their own crosses. It's I like, know. Go get me a switch to beat your ass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah there's one thing to get a switch right to get your ass whooped but there's another right. one to like fuck it he brings a build a crucifix, for your
1: crucifix uh by the way we didn't talk about it but also addressed here what and not really addressed was jesus wasn't born in december he her claims the early church had plenty of reasons to celebrate the birth of jesus on december 25th and it had nothing to do with the winter solstice and then he goes, by the way, the last time I checked, it was God who made the winter solstice. The last time he checked? <laughs> what is he talking about? He says, the last time I checked, it was God who made the winter solstice when he set the planets and in, in their path around the sun. So now he's way outside the Bible.
0: Sorry, Carl, I had to step out. Carl. Okay. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> All right, welcome. Uh, he
1: says, it's quite fitting that we celebrate the birth of Jesus in the bleak midwinter When the world appears to be sleeping, dying in dark, proclaiming the turn of history from darkness to light, from coldness to warmth, from death to light.
0: But that sounds like a pagan holiday.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing is, he's right about that, but he doesn't, in his ignorance, he doesn't understand why he's right about it. The winter solstice, the 25th, is, okay, every morning... The sun rises in a position. Tomorrow, it will rise a little bit to the right of that position of today. And the day after, a little more to the right. All the way until December 25th, when it will rise in the same position for three days in a row. Do you know about this? I guess. the tilt of our Earth. Yeah. There is the constellation Orion. It has its Orion's belt. And in it are three stars, and those are the wise men. And it points at the star Cyrus, the brightest star in the sky, which points to where the sun rises for three days. So that's why it's Christmas. It's the first day in which the light of day is longer than the darkness. No, that's not true. The light begins to get... Every day the light is less, less, less sunlight until December 25, in which every day it becomes more sunlight until Easter in which it's even there's on Easter the light has conquered the dark because there's more hours of light during the 24-hour period than
0: dark I got you and you can you could probably sync up other uh, holidays with that too yes then like in the, the spring cult of Mithra yeah
1: you could do the Egyptian uh, one you could do the um, there's so many religions. They have twelve apostles, which refers to those twelve zodiac signs. They've got death and rebirth. They've got association with the sun. They've got three wise men. They've got reincarnation after death, reincarnated. So Jesus I, is an old idea.
0: Can I also ask you, Kirk Cameron, older or younger than you?
8: he is younger than me he's born in
0: 1970 I've got 40 years oh he's younger than me he's got two years 48 I guess does he look 48 like that's all he's doing in this movie is he's reacting to this guy talking and he looks a little little older I guess but Mm -hmm. do you think he has I don't know
1: he looks like he's in his late 40s approaching 50 sure
0: yeah Does he still have a boyish charm? Well, he didn't have a boyish charm. He had, like, teen sex appeal back in his... uh, Right? He was a teen idol. He
1: was a... um, Yeah, he was a heartthrob. You could put it that way.
0: Did you see any of his movies? He did a body switch movie. I don't think it was 18 again. It was like... I think he switched souls with his dad or something, and he was his dad. I didn't. Huh.
1: The thing is, he's not a very big star. He had... Uh, a, a 1980s <clears throat> TV run it was nominated for Glo- golden Globes so I don't know that is really you were right to say this was a rebirth for him the, the you know the I guess I don't know about the banana thing you do but I'll play the banana I mean, he thing. went away for t- over 20
4: years
0: but he was always known for his religion that was always a joke that this uh th- uh teen TV throb from the 80s you know, but the story about him and uh, Growing Pains was just kind of—he was kind of cruel. Speaking of cruel, check out Casio uh, watch on Santa Claus there.
9: Wait, wait, wait! What? A, showing... Kirk
1: Cameron was cruel to?
0: He was cruel. Well, he was cruel to the actress who played his girlfriend on the show. He wouldn't—he oh. kicked all her off the show because she was in a Playboy uh, centerfold.
1: Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, you had mentioned that. Right, right, right.
0: So hey, let's. Uh, so right now, I feel like we're watching those like cheesy right wing documentaries where they have reenactments. Yeah, like it's in these, oh, it's, it's funny. Susa. This
1: reenactment, the the way they speak is completely 21st century America.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah.
1: It, this is the original Santa. Okay, so Christian was in the car saying, "Come on, the reason for the season is Santa Claus." Who are who are you kidding? You know, the kids all across the world are not saying, "I'm so excited for it." Excited to celebrate the birth of Jesus, they're saying, "I'm excited to get my presents, to get my picture taken with Santa." And he also says, "Santa spelled, you know, the letters in Santa are Satan."
0: That's a clever little anagram. You, uh... yeah. So what
1: Kirk is saying is, dude, it's cool. Santa was a real person, and he was a defender of the faith. So it's cool. His name was Nicholas. He was a devout Christian. He was is... a bishop in something called the Church of Myra, which is in Turkey. Said, so, you know, I don't know. They called it, I don't know what it was called then. It was Asia Minor. But...
0: Don't, don't forget it his wife. She was having her period at the time. Do you know Krampus?
1: <laughs> yeah, the German, the bad Santa. The bad yeah.
0: Santa. Krampus.
1: You get a little Krampus going and, oh, she's oh. a terror.
0: <laughs> so, Bob, man, sometimes it took 10 days. Yeah, uh, well, that's the... Uh, the Germans have the, uh, the evil uh, 12 spirit.
1: Twelve days of Christmas! Oh. <laughs> days of money. That's almost half the month!
0: Man, you used to consult a doctor after the 11th.
1: Uh, he, so he's saying that this Nicholas... <clears throat> what His parents died, left him a lot of money. And instead of just being a pig, he gave away gifts to the poor. He gave presents to children... And he became quite famous for it. But there's something called the Council of Nicaea. It was the first... um, They were deciding what's going into the Bible, what are our core beliefs. And there was a camp of people who were like, Jesus is just a man, you know? And another camp is like, well, Jesus was the Son of God, and therefore the Trinity is the real thing. So Nicholas defended that he was the son of God and that it was a, I think this is the guy from the party, the the Christmas party. party.
0: Is it? Maybe they knew another guy with a shaved head and a beard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So there's a man named Arias. Okay. And he was very charismatic and he went around, you know, Kirk says spreading heresy like a plague, a little bias there, but he's trying to convince people with charismatic speech that, uh, that Jesus was just a man, and Nicholas was opposed to him. And what he did is, during the first council of Nicaea, he, like, smacked him.
0: We're, just come, we're coming to it.
1: Yeah. Well, right now they're talking. He's saying, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was just God, and the Word was was God. And he's trying to convince them, see? The Word was God. That means Jesus was God. <laughs>
0: So this this movie consists of Kirk Cameron's sister's house, the, uh-huh. her driveway, in her, the, the in the garage, I think. Oh no, no! I think they're in the driveway.
1: I guess in California it's not going to be frigid cold, and you can right, be in the, you the driveway. Do it in,
0: right in December, you could sit in the driveway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, had this movie was in the drive in the garage, someone should close the garage while the engine is running. Okay, now he's attacking. her Saint Nick is going off. Right. Do we have? No. Ah, go Christian music.
1: Now, look, it went from one smack. He gave the guy a smack to say, shut up. But Kirk is showing a I'm kicking your ass scene.
0: Yeah, and it's doing this slow motion stuff. There's a lot of falling stuff. So when he swings the hammer and they go into slow-mo, everything is slow-mo. The pieces are falling.
1: Right. If you don't live in a time in which you can have grenades and explosions... You do it in slow-mo, so you get that effect.
0: This movie uses a lot of slow motion. At the end when they dance, they, yep. they slow it down so you can see that guy move his elbow just that so. And they dance to the camera, I'm not going to lie. This movie, mm-hmm. like the direction is, play it to the camera.
1: Yes, everything is in the whole film, that's true.
0: And I think it's because of iPods and iPhones and telephones and... YouTube videos, that it's such a personal experience that you're watching this thing on your phone or you're just watching it on YouTube by yourself. So it looks at you more often. Do you know what I mean? Like the, mm-hmm. the sitcom in The Office, they always look at the camera. But if you're watching that yeah. on the phone, you feel like, yeah, he, I relate. You know what I mean? Like it's a different Right, way.
1: it's a connection, which is artificial, but there.
0: Yeah, so this movie definitely is playing. Look at him. He's looking right in the camera. Hi, buddy. Hey, yep. Nick. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's weird just having them look in the camera and it's not her, her pornography, Carl. It's just a little awkward to me. This Christian movies are <laughs> a little different.
1: Okay, so I found this thing. Okay, this is supposed to have happened in 325 AD. He's all happy now because they're going to go give gifts to kids. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm giving Hatchimals to okay. all the children. Uncle Phil, Uncle Phil. There's a popular story of the two coming to blows at the First Council of Nicaea. While the theological debates did get heated, the event itself never happened because Arius was never present at the council. He wasn't a bishop. So our our hero, Santa Claus, St. Nicholas, was um, a bishop in Myra. But Arius wasn't. He's just a dude who had an opinion, and he went around and made speeches. So he couldn't have been at the First Council of Nicaea so it's not a true story that
0: he – I all, mean, we, it is we,
1: a true story that he was a defender of the faith and we should like Sansa.
0: And we know he didn't get attacked up front because we all know Nithians uh, are la- – oh, fuck, I fucked it up. It was because nice guys you are, up the joke? Yeah, it was. All a, right. Nice guys, Nithians. Finish last. Finish last. <laughs> Nithians finish last. All right. So when we do this show, remind me. I'll do that joke.
1: Yeah. Why don't we dub that in because –
0: Nicene's <laughs> finished last.
1: Oh. <laughs> yes, yeah, let's do canned laughter while we're at it. Cause,
0: see, look, look. by the way, it's raining. Do you notice the rain that's been on the window, uh, at least uh, yeah. on the driver's side? So that's California weather for you. It just rains on Christmas Eve. It's winter. It rains.
1: See the, yeah, see the drips? Yeah. Oh, by the way, I was thinking that we could uh, record Edge of Insanity and we can get some clips of Paul laughing. And then... When you tell a joke, like...
0: I'll play the clip.
1: Right, you'll play the... "Ah, And people will think Paul is, you know,
0: with us. I have a CD-ROM player, so a burner. I could burn a CD of it and just have a continuous loop.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and laughter of Paul, as if he's sitting in studio...
0: They've been sitting in the car and they have not smoked a single joint. Have you noticed that? Is that me? It's I the know. holidays. It's a movie. It's, it's a. a movie. I don't get it. It's the. It's the family holidays, and they're like we're going to the car to talk about the religion. Yeah, right.
4: Yeah, sure.
1: You know, Mike. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mike is saying this because he's Jewish and he's used to high holidays.
4: <laughs> <The>
0: high holidays. <laughs> We'll be right back. We're going to take a... Oh, boy, that turkey sure was a lot of (laughs) turkey. i got to walk that off. I'll be right back. Hey, you coming with me, 14 cousins? I think me and my 14 cousins need to walk off that turkey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, now Christian is saying, wow, Santa is the man. Now, what this is missing, okay, what seriously this is missing is this person who was really Santa, St. Nicholas, he has right. nothing to do with a toy shop at the North Pole, with reindeers that are magic, with delivering to all kids in one night. How
0: does that happen? How can you do that? It doesn't make any sense. Isn't it <laughs> nighttime in different parts of the world? How many kids live in there? Not all kids have fireplaces. How many cookies right. are consumed? How can they eat all those cookies? How can they manufacture right. so many cookies? There's so many questions. You know what I
1: used to tell my kids when they'd have questions? they would say, "I don't know. I don't know." <laughs> Santa has magic. I don't know how he does it. I don't think we're supposed to know. And they would buy it every day.
0: <laughs> That's a good one. Well, you know, my kid would always say, like, yeah, Santa's not real. And then there will be like this pause, <laughs> like waiting for me to go, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now, the thing is, I just want to say is this started out with him like um, there's, there's no such, you know, Christmas trees aren't real, right? Right. Uh, and then he's like, oh, there's 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 trees all over the Bible, so it's cool. Then the guy goes, the nativity scene, and I might be out of order here, the nativity scene's not the center of stuff. And Kirk goes, that's not true, and then doesn't explain. It doesn't make it the centers of stuff. He just talks about the nativity. Then it goes, oh, Santa. It's all about Santa. And then Kirk goes, Santa was a real person, but none of the... You know, a, a sleigh that flies, landing on the roof.
0: He's, the elves. not
1: doing his point at all.
0: How can Santa Claus focus on who's good and bad and make toys? <laughs> he
1: has magic,
0: Mike. Oh, speaking of magic, here comes Christian and he has this glow around him. And Cameron yeah. And Kirk Cameron loves being in that glow. So the lights behind him, like maybe the car uh, lights are still on or <laughs> They're something. They're still on. Yeah. Oh, he's seeing visions of, he's seeing historical, biblical flashbacks.
1: Well, he now has, is seeing Christmas in a new life. With new
0: eyes. New eyes. eyes! You bastard, you stole my eyes! Okay, now this is what the scene they show in the trailer is him slow motion, take a head dive into the uh, Christmas tree. And this guy is like just still sticking along, like he feels the spirit in him. And it's, see, look, the way it's cut, he's walking towards the camera and it's edited so a couple seconds are taken out and it's a slow motion. Uh-huh. That's like a YouTube video. That's like some kid talking about uh, their mm. penis or whatever they do on the on the YouTube. Oh, he's going to bowl right, right into, into it. That barely made a dent. <laughs> Hardly made a dent in the presence.
1: <laughs> yeah, if I was doing this film, he would have knocked over the tree.
0: And look, This guy's it's still like, shaking. Somebody's
1: having a moment.
0: Can I get an amen? Can I get an It's church jokes. I act like I'm in church. Wow, you rolled on the floor. That was the most action. I mean, Bruce Willis is like, guy, slow down a bit, all right? You're giving me heart palpitations with this action. Uh,
1: now, he's looking at the Christmas uh, presents. Oh, this and is... Kirk is saying... Can we
0: play this? See how it sure, look like a city skyline. The, the presents look like a city look, skyline. A, the presents...
1: And he means Jerusalem.
0: Imagine the New Jerusalem,
1: a heavenly city Christmas whose tree. builder
0: and architect. Look, so he is just did
1: New York City. That's hardly Jerusalem.
0: And the wall. Of- I know. What's up with the Transamerica and Building? All
3: kinds of yeah.
0: <laughs> and what's at the center of that city? What's in the center of that city? A tree. Uh, the Christmas tree. Which is, which Christmas all year round. All year life, all round. With the fruit on the tree. And the lights. So, hey, would you like to live a Christmas condo? It's Christmas all year round. (laughs) Well, the price is right, I guess.
1: It's not very special if it's Christmas all year round.
0: You live under a Christmas tree 365 days of the year.
1: Not only is he saying it's the tree of life, but he's saying the brighter light at the top of the tree is the star over Bethlehem announcing to the world that Jesus has come. He's saying, look, Christmas the way it is is fine, and it's all about Jesus, so chill out.
0: Oh, because you complain about the Christmas tree, but there's a star of Bethlehem on top of the tree that indicates the birth of the Christ. Then you have a tree which he uh, eventually crucified himself on at Christ. Bingo. And that right. was the tree that came from all the religion, mm-hmm. from the beginning of the man to the end yeah. of the man, boom. And that mm-hmm. the presidents look like New Jerusalem, right. boom. It's,
1: just, it's in the center. The Christmas tree is in the center of New
0: Jerusalem. <sighs> you know what's in the center of New Jerusalem? Our new U.S. Embassy. Yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah, What's in the center of New Jerusalem is the mosque. Right. the mop the mo- Emma, mosque,
0: mosque. Oh, the mosque, yeah, it's a mosque. Yeah, yeah.
1: What's in the center of our Jewish Christian heritage? A mosque.
0: That's a Target. This is a store. A target. Yeah, maybe they shouldn't call it Target. That would be inappropriate. <laughs> oh so there he is. He's a He's gonna fuck that Christmas tree. No, nope. this My film wife.
1: was a success, by the way. It made money. It made five times it. I mean, they spent half a million. They made half a two point eight million
0: half a million to shoot it in either studio which I hope or their fucking sister's house and then they, they wrote it off they wrote it off <laughs> everyone in this cast they're family members you we're going to look at the credits it's all the same last name everybody you know what I mean Yeah. they all went in there they all got paid and they all wrote this off their taxes look at her she's like my husband his libido's coming back you know like <laughs> I think my oh, husband's no. coming back there you go. We took uh, this a photo. It won
1: Golden Raspberry Awards, you
0: know. Yeah, it did. It's it's uh, It was across the board. This movie got ridiculed. It was beyond the Razzies. The Razzies would have been nothing. That would have been a cakewalk. It was the internet. Right. The internet was against yeah. Kurt Cameron. And, and he the lost.
3: Establishment.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, and, you know,
1: like movie review people.
0: People, if you're listening this far, check out our blog spot. It's called Let's Watch a full Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com. There's links to us uh, and there's a little summary. I'm going to include a photo that went viral of Kurt Cameron on his birthday. Someone, His staff mm-hmm. good-naturedly posted a video of uh, the birthday party and it went viral because it was so sad-looking. It wasn't sad-looking. It was a conference room table with right. Subway sandwiches still in the Subway wrappers at each at each sitting. And Kirk Cameron holding like a 12-inch sub or whatever, looking in the camera with a with a, a friend. <laughs> and people were like kirk cameron he should be eating gold burgers you know uh, <laughs> he should be having a party up on top of the eiffel tower and because it, it looked kind of sad but you know what that's how right. life that's what life is you know what it is it's right someone,
1: that's what real life yeah
0: yeah someone a goes to subway and buys a bunch of sandwiches and wishes you happy birthday and at the end of the day you don't cry yourself to tears because somebody had the sentiment enough to, to get you sandwiches On your birthday. Oh, look, and the Nutcracker. And also a Nutcracker. They love Christ, too.
1: If you see the Nutcracker, it should remind you of Herod's soldiers who are killing babies looking for Jesus. (laughs) Get that out of the house.
0: See, look, Cameron's watching this whole thing, but he's standing by the driveway, and he has the heavenly glow at the end of this movie. He gets the final (laughs) heavenly glow.
1: You already mentioned it, but... You know, there are all these negative reviews, and Cameron didn't say anything, but Kirk didn't say anything. But then he goes on his Facebook one day, and he's like, let's storm the gates of Rotten Tomatoes. All of you who love Saving Christmas, go rate it on Rotten Tomatoes now and send a message to all the critics that we decide what movies our families see. And like you said backfired on him everyone right. went to Rotten Tomatoes and was like this movie sucks
0: and by everyone we mean the current generation uh, the so called millennials so it's like three generations of ridicule in a way or just mm-hmm. like he's touched three generations the generation of fat Gen Xers who know him from uh, uh, yeah. growing um, pains and then you got the religious kids who could only watch left behind movies uh, or whatever and they watch them at their church and they watch this at their, their mega church or their mega church buys tickets so they suddenly there's a reason for these movies and then the internet the youngest generation knows him as a guy to ridicule who goes up right. and says we could stop it on a facebook page we could stop rotten tomatoes we could stop the internet <laughs> we could hate stop hate on the internet <clears throat> oh it, oh, what and, is it? he
1: blames hate too uh well he i what is it i imdb yeah imdb it, right It was the lowest-rated film – I mean, that's really saying something. Remember we watched Hottie and the Naughty, and they were like (laughs) – right? It's the same thing. It was the lowest-rated film on IMDb, and um, it was uh, lowest-rated on the bottom 100 list, and he said – okay, here it is. Um, That is due to a campaign on Reddit by haters and atheists to purposely lower the ratings – of the
0: film. Bring in so. Reddit. Let's see what happens when you say a bad word about Reddit. They <laughs> Suddenly you get pizzas delivered to your house. <laughs> Suddenly yeah, you have the SWAT team at your her. house. <laughs> yeah. <So laughs> th- by it- the way, the
1: poster looks like he's saving Christmas by destroying materialism. Like the poster looks like he's, you know how he's whacking it with a cane? Yeah. It looks like he's the other guy who's, Saying that we don't celebrate.
0: Oh wait, 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 wait! I pause. No, no, I didn't pause. He's still going. He's just staring.
1: Yeah, that's right. It looks like it's paused. Yeah. And I bet you it is paused in the, the unexpected. Or maybe it's just super slow motion. No, he. It was Kurt no, talking improving. over
0: him. It was Kurt talking over him. It was paused.
1: Oh, he's saying this year. See Christmas with new eyes. Don't be the Grinch anymore. Don't be the Scrooge.
0: Oh, here comes the song.
1: And he goes, what do you expect now? You expect the kiss, right? You expected the brother and sister to kiss. But instead, you got an impromptu breakdance session. He
0: calls it like hip-hop jammery or something like that. So, by the way, so no way you're going to kiss my fucking sister. I don't care if she's in character uh, in my movie. And now they're all dancing, and they're all dancing to the camera. And they slow it so they're all in unison and then it looks cool when they slow it but it doesn't really look cool when you're in the lobby of some fucking McMansion on Christmas <laughs>
8: <laughs>
0: yeah, but this song goes plays in its entirety. This is this movie doesn't know how to end. It does not know how to end. It ends right. with the wife and the husband kissing. It ends with a musical number with end credits, but you don't play the end credits. It ends with the end credits, but then you have bloopers, but you don't put the end credits in the bloopers because you show the bloopers. It right. doesn't know how to stop, and Kurtz can still right. talk.
1: Right in a movie in a scripted movie, which this isn't.
0: We're watching people dance. It says, dance. When,
1: you're, when you resolve your, you know, the, the the movie question, at the end of the film, the hero gets something bigger and different than before, you must end the film. You can't have another two scenes, you know? Right. You can have an epilogue if it says, look how far we've come. But once your movie's over, you end it.
0: You know, you can take a music video part of your thing and play it after the end credits or add it as an extra feature. Or
1: as the credits, yeah.
0: Yeah. Or, or, yeah,
1: added as an extra feature at the end, and that's why people stay in the theater.
0: So their family, the actual family members, are dancing in sync in choreography. uh... I don't
1: know if they're actual.
0: Oh, no, you're right. There are some, like, there's ringers in here, too. They're in the credits. They're like the Christ dancers.
1: 420 screens this opened on. This movie was a success.
0: 420 screens? That's not for all of America? Yes. So, did it play in your rural neck of the woods? Did it play in my metropolis, my cosmopolitan, yes. as Stephen Miller would call yes. it?
1: Yeah, it was a nationwide released film, and it made $2.8 million. It It was released on 420 screens across the country. It was a, no, there's a lot more screens than that, Mike, but it was in every major, you know.
0: It well, was one in, not
1: just in L.A. and New York. It was in Dallas. It was in you know St. Louis. It inter, was out there.
0: One interesting thing that IMDb reviewers were saying was that in 2014, there was a lot of like Christian faith movies. There was like God's Not Dead that were actual hits. And because there was an audience that wanted to see it. Bad Moms. I don't know if you've seen that one. Moms and Dead Night yeah. mm-hmm. Out. I've, I've seen a bunch of them. I, I'm, uh-huh. Personally, I prefer Medea. Okay? If Medea is not in your faith based movie, I'm not interested in it. Medea, <laughs> I'm there. Is it Halloween, BooTube? I'm there. I'm there. But if you don't have Medea in your movie, then there's a bunch of white guys just talking about religion. I'm yeah, not interested. It's so
1: ironic, Medea, because she's everything not Christian. Yeah. Right? Right. And that's a Christian film. Like, everyone flocks to see it because the truth is they love to squirm and giggle. At the non Christian stuff, you know, and also Tyler Perry himself, yeah. he's like righteous and religious, and then he gets to put on that costume and be everything. Opposite. Oh,
0: that's such a weird dude, he's not fair. Saying.
1: He gets, he
3: gets
0: well, I mean, he comes from, both I mean, sides. The church, I mean, you got like mega churches where you have just not just a, a, a place to worship, but you have offices and classrooms and yeah. theaters and basketball courts. And right. part of re- religion has always been like the uh, the plays, the religious plays, you know, the radio mm-hmm. dramas you used to listen to with the organ playing, and they would do that live. And that's where Medea right. comes from that world. He wrote a bunch of plays. plays.
1: And Medea yeah, came from it. Was that. Plays.
0: And they were aimed for a religious market, right? For our audience, I should say. But like this Kirk Cameron stuff, I mean, who wants to fucking sit through this? So he's doing the worm. It's a bad movie rule when someone break dances and the, the director's <laughs> going to break dance. And another bad movie rule, Carl, is that how many Christmas songs are there in the world? If your movie has a Christmas song in it and nobody's heard of it, it's a bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like the it's Robin Williams Carol. the Robin Williams movie uh, Toys has a mm-hmm. bunch of original Christmas songs no one's heard it because the movie bombed. So <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. And God knows we need. We would love to hear a new Christmas song once in a while.
1: Uh, around now is the time in which Kurt. Let's see. That's the 60 minute mark. We're at 106. Oh, all right, oh here we go. He's, feast. Yeah!
0: he's talking right to the. Uh, he ran right in front of the camera and said that. And they all were in the background. Feet. Look at this guy. Feast.
1: And now Santa will join them.
0: I think he's going over to to, to wank it. Uh, here's this guy we saw in the beginning of the movie having a cup of coffee.
1: Now, Kurt says, don't buy into the complaint about commercialism with Christmas. And he says, sure, don't max out your credit cards. Don't use gifts to buy friends. But this is a, check this out, Mike. This is a celebration of the eternal God taking on a material body. So it's right that our holiday is marked with material things what a stretch
0: yeah And you know, I got to say one thing about materialism. One of the things I don't like is like when the holiday season is approaching and by the holiday season, I mean the months leading up to this one day, Mm -hmm. you go, what's going to be the first time I hear about Christmas, right? What's going to break it? Is it going to be in September? Is it going to be in October? And for me in uh, in 2014, it was the ad for this movie. Because part of the problem is, is that, and it was like in October or something, is that when you have a product that's about Christmas, it has to be consumed before Christmas. No one's right. going to get a DVD copy of Kirk Cameron Saving Christmas as a Christmas present on Christmas Day and goes, "Thank you,"
2: right? Right? right and right. play
0: for it for the next three weeks. There's just not. <clears throat> and so this thing has to be consumed. This movie has to be viewed during like Thanksgiving, during the holiday season, is when leading can...
1: up to Christmas, right.
0: right? Because you can't buy so a book the, about. Um, yeah.
1: There's the rock cats in Radio City Music Hall, and uh, I know that you. San Francisco. I've seen the rockets. I I
0: remember watching the rockets before viewing a Pete's Dragon. It's every kid's dream to watch the rockets.
1: Okay, so the rockets start in like late October, um, just before Halloween, and they end after Christmas, like in January. Let me tell you something: after Christmas, they hardly have a, a ticket sold. I don't even know why they do it. People want to see, see things leading up to Christmas, and when Christmas is done, they're done with it.
0: They're done with it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the same with this. This is this falls under that Christmas culture where it's only good before Christmas. No one gives right. a shit about this now. I mean, like, it, it wouldn't be a you have to ask yourself, would this book on the war of Christmas or this movie about Christmas, is this something that I would give to somebody on Christmas Day and they would like it as a present?
1: Not that they would like it. Maybe they. Maybe if it's the morning of Christmas, they're still thinking Christmas, right.
0: maybe. But your point is well taken. Yeah. So, this, so it's tacky to say, oh, consumerism, this is consumerism. This is what I consider Christmas consumerism, is making products yep. about Christmas that you sell before right. Christmas during the season right. to, to tap into that market.
1: And look at their whole house decorated. By the way, they're at the brother-in-law's house. And Kirk is at the center of it. Is at the head of the table. Isn't Point that, well that taken. Well, He is yeah. executive
0: producer. Kirk All right, Canberra. so let me
1: just wrap this up, right? Okay. Christmas trees are pagan. They're not part of um, uh, of the Bible. He says, "Eh, lots of trees in the Bible." The nativity scene is not in the center. He says, "Eh, you're right." So I'm going to ignore that and tell you something about it instead. If Jesus was not born on December 25th. He goes,
3: "Eh." It's okay, you know,
1: don't worry about it. Santa. Santa is not Jesus. He's not in the Bible. Hey, eh, well, there was this guy who sort of was <laughs> called Santa, whatever. It's kind of real. Materialism is okay because it was a material body. It's just, the and guy sh- does not make any of his
3: point.
0: Right. Well, you know, the consumerism, the, the presidents look like New Jerusalem. hmm Like, you're right. They, he It just goes back to the same spot. He really has proved nothing. Uh, here's the outside. Well, he was
1: saying the Christmas tree is a representation of the tree of life. But he never proved that. He just said it when, I don't know, he doesn't prove any of his points. He doesn't make any good. This film was bad.
0: Well, yeah, it's definitely a bad movie. But as I watched this movie, usually uh, uh, Carl does all the research and watches the film, which is probably the worst part. The release the reverb. <laughs> is it painful? Oh, this guy's so riffing. But I watched this movie too beforehand because I knew it was a talkative film and talky, 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 talking, yeah, talking. Nothing fucking happens.
9: Mm-hmm.
0: Your mic's hot, Pam. Pam. Uh, oh, in the hi.
10: Audience. Are you? Got, are you watching the? We're watching Christmas. the
0: outtakes of uh, the end of the movies, end credit outtakes. He saves Christmas. Yeah. he... Yeah, uh yeah. The Stew sold it, and uh, he fought. He fought the Riddler. He fought Joker. <laughs> he fought Bane. He fought. Uh, that creepy Nazi from uh, Wonder Woman. He fought. Right, right. Uh, who else did he <laughs> fight? Deathstroke, Death Seed, uh, Fatal Blow, uh, Battle Blow. Uh, yeah, he was Bible Man. Joined them. It was a team up. Do you remember Bible Man <laughs> with Christopher Atkins? Christopher we Atkins. Know. Christopher Atkins. <laughs> Blue Lagoon. That Christopher Atkins. Yeah,
3: yeah,
1: I
10: remember him. We even did a movie with him.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, Is it Chris Faragos? No, I'm thinking of Willie Ames. Willie Ames, who I get mixed up.
10: Who was also on Charles in Charge?
0: Charles in Charge and Zap. Yes. Willie Ames became uh, very religious, and he had a series of movies called Bible Man, where he would put on a suit. What? Yeah. Are we talking
1: about the guy who was? uh, He had uh, sort of, um, I would say, curly hair. He was blonde. He was short.
0: Yeah, yeah. Willie Uh, Ames. He was in Eighties Enough. Religious. Yeah. Was he in Eight is Enough, Willie Ames? No,
1: yeah. I know why you say that. He looks like the guy who was a brother in Eight is Enough. No, I'm
0: getting wasn't. all the curly-haired guys mixed up. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: America's Greatest Hero.
0: Yeah, right. William, William Kidd. Isn't he William Kidd? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I know,
10: no. <laughs> no, do I hear Pam Benjamin in the room? Pam. Yeah. Hey, Carl. How you doing?
0: Hey, hey Pam. Well, I'm I so love glad your you songs.
10: I love them Thanks. so much. We're
0: going to play again the uh, new song.
10: If you could ever then make one right. for Mutiny Radio, we would play it all the time it's true every right. breaker like we would that constantly play it because I, I your genius just I mean any everything you do is like wor- earworms that just get in my face and they're in my Thank head and you. I, in the middle of no I'm in the shower and I'm thinking about Mike Spiegelman that's wrong
0: that's right if that's
10: because of your song if that's wrong
0: I don't want to be right oh here he <laughs> goes the outtake he misses it and oh, he got a belly dude, rub but and my belly directed. hurts oh here we are at this stupid scene there's no hot chocolate in there, and he's been drinking it the whole time.
1: Oh, yeah. He t- you saw this film. He talks about hot chocolate like four or five times.
0: Yeah.
10: It's the devil's brew.
0: Carl, you know, uh, Mutiny Radio is having their third annual comedy festival yeah. here in San Francisco. And yeah. not only – this is one of the few festivals where not only can you go and see a live show of quality, you could listen to it. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. We're broadcasting uh, – uh, it's going to be five nights – 40 comedians, 25 shows uh, happening on uh, March 1st to the 5th and uh, quality shows. I'm not on any of them. I guarantee I'm going to get some guests (laughs) next next Sunday. I'm hoping to get some guests from the the show to join us. But uh, I'm, I'm definitely part of it and it's sponsored by Sparks and so the idea if you're in San Francisco come by Pay pay. Sit down, watch some live comedy. Uh, If you are not part of San Francisco, or you just San Francisco lazy, listen to us on Mutiny Radio FM. There's live shows of forty comedians. You could throw in some money for PayPal or not. Just their shows are out there.
1: Definitely, definitely
0: do it. it. Or you know what? Subscribe to all our shows. They all appear in some of the slots, and then you have a bunch of podcasts to listen to. But it's Mutiny Radio, man. Support our stuff. Yes, please. Uh, And then well gee Carl we have this this credits never end I'm yeah per-
1: I know you've got to run and
0: you're no no right no I don't no, I have time but it's like they're not going to end as much as yeah. we're talking about plugs and stuff they're still going on oh god see that no one's heard this Christmas song this is what I'm talking about see you yeah, wrote a perfectly admirable a Christmas, Christmas song that
1: nobody's heard of so yeah your film has issues
0: yeah, if you can't get a fucking Christmas song played, when do they play nothing but Christmas, oh look, Anarchy Post did the, the audio production.
1: So there was that um, uh, Home Alone movie that had a Christmas song that nobody ever heard of, but the movie was a hit, and now it's a Christmas song people sing. My right. my kids at the 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 holiday concert.
0: We wish you a hip hop Christmas, written by Owen Hunt. <laughs> Chokehold, courtesy of Extreme Music. Christian music, I don't get it. We're extreme, for Christ. Oh, why'd you say the second part? Do you have, on Fishburger's channel, on our uh, on our YouTube channel yeah. that has our public access show from the late 80s, do you yeah. have uh, the one where we change every love song from the word love to drugs? To drugs, the
1: drugs yeah. Uh, Is, I don't know if I put that one up there, but that's a really good one. Remember you slip on the banana peel?
0: Yeah, what <laughs> I did for drugs. Oh, so that Jeopardy theme that he sang, they actually did pay money for that good. Special thanks, Uncle Horse, Uncle Frank. <laughs> Special thanks, ecstasy, and that's in quotes. <laughs> oh, these are all the people. They who... mean the feeling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they don't mean the drug. No, and no. D- DMT is just, you know, three random initials. <laughs> Kurt Cameron, Saving Christmas, copyright 2004. See, this yeah. doesn't have a poster yes. It's just Kurt Cameron, top of the bill, Saving Christmas. Yeah.
1: Top and head of the table in his brother's brother-in-law's
0: house. That's our big walkaway. That's just rude. Okay, we well, still got more. Look, yeah, yeah. credits are in. Leave the theater. It's over. But wait. Mm-hmm.
7: What we
0: do, right? <laughs> and what's interesting about this? So this guy here with the bald-headed guy, uh, he—I was looking. Yeah, I was looking at an IMDb. He was in a movie called The Battle for LA, and The Battle for LA oh, is a notoriously yeah. bad movie because. There was another film where aliens attacked L- L.A., and they hired a production house to do the special effects. The special effects house made their own uh, Aliens Attack L.A. movie and released it before the one that they were pr- doing production for. It. That's low life. And I think the battle for L.A. was a knockoff, and they sued. Mm-hmm. The, the other producers sued, saying, you just took our idea that you were working on and made right. your own version of it. And I, I believe big there was conversation. So this guy played Big Snake in that movie. So big Snake. Big Snake. Mm-hmm. Like when he takes a shit and you look at... <laughs> I don't know. Coiling <laughs> so Snake.
4: Coiling again.
0: Oh, big Snake. Oh, oh now they Big Snake. He's just... Beatboxing.
4: The new world order. The like it's not over. This daughter? movie is How's your not father?
0: over. Excuse me,
4: mister. How do you do? You want some coffee? Uh,
0: some people, not everyone, can freestyle, right?
4: Maybe you heard of me. <coughs> Maybe it's dropping like this. That's oh, all right, I guess. <coughs> this is like right the end white. of community. We're white. Yes, yes, west, west, all day, every day, every week. We're way. blessed. Look at what now you might say the one in the front isn't
1: white. Are you sure? Nature.
4: Mother nature, father.
0: Nature. Well, this is like your at the father. end of the community where the characters start uh, beatboxing you and you know. You know what you uh, do.
4: Call your crew. Call your friends, yeah, who, who knew movie, that they could do this? Baby Come back, write an essay. <laughs> they're breaking
0: character at the last Total moment. Rats,
4: that's what they say. Sway. Is slay, anyone still in the theater? I mean, this yeah. wasn't yet, as you know.
0: Well, I mean, if you were religious, you would only take your kids to these movies. So the kids are like, well, I don't want to ever leave. They want to take the they wanna beat solid oh, they're still going. The They want to going Oh,
5: They want to say things. And and it's yeah. So
0: wide. This is not what you want. You don't want people looking at your tie when you're freestyling.
4: Look, he's got boobs. Cameron, music, movie biz. I mean, so do but I'm saying.
0: Yeah, brah. I yeah, brah. sense
4: to wear a
3: girdle. Look at you,
1: man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's got big boobies. Oh, what's that? We must, we must increase our bust. You know that song? He does. No. Uh, apparently you did. We our bust. Yeah, we must, we must, we must increase our bust. nothing <laughs> else. It's clever. Everything's clever. The world is clever. All right, so Carl, I'm going to play. I want you guys, so uh, Kirk Cameron is known for a generation for this viral video we're going to play right now. This okay. is Ray Comfort on the banana in context. Uh, and, oh, I see. I think this clip will just get us right to the money shot. So this is, Kirk Cameron's on this with another Hold guy. Hold this, clip. Here we go.
5: Behold the atheist's nightmare. Now, if you study a well-made banana, you'll find on the far side, of three ridges, on the close side two ridges if you get your hand ready to grip a banana you'll find on the far side there are three grooves on the close side two grooves the banana and the hand are there. perfectly made one for the other you'll find the maker of the banana almighty god has made it with a non-slip surface it has outward indicators of inward contents green too early. This
0: guy breathes heavier than I do during my show. He's saying that this <laughs> banana is designed for the human hand and he's doing the vagina right. O mark with his fingers and he's sticking the banana in there. So let's keep going because Kurt's going to respond to this.
5: <laughs> Yellow just right, black too late. Now if you go to the top of the banana you'll find as with the soda can makers they placed a tab at the top. So God has placed a tab at the top. When you pull the tab, the contents don't squirt in your face. You'll find the wrapper which is biodegradable has perforations. Notice how gracefully it sits over the human hand. Notice it has a point at the top for ease of entry. It's just the right shape for the human mouth. Oh my God! It's chewy, easy to digest. And it's even curved toward the face to make the whole process so much easier. Seriously, Kurt, the whole of creation testifies to the genius the of God's creative mind. Oh, curved towards
0: the face. Oh, it's just—he's uh, that clip doesn't have. It's just uh, his friend Ron Conan talking, but. He went viral for that video, for appearing on this video. Because this it
1: appealed.
0: Very. Ah. <laughs> kids went bananas.
1: <laughs> kids went bananas for
0: them. Yeah. Oh. Oh man. Um. Gosh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just slip that joke in.
0: Oh man, I don't know. Uh... Let me check one thing. So, Carl, I haven't really picked the movie, but I'm going to say this. One, uh, next week we should watch that National Lampoon movie Surf Party if it's still up there. Surf uh, Party. Yeah. Okay. let's write this. One of the things we like to do is uh, watch movies that have the National Lampoon's prefix on it because there's just right. so many even of them,
1: even if it isn't really them.
0: Okay, so here we go. I'm going to play you the trailer. It says Surf Party. Uh, this movie is is not only an it, it was re-released Not with sure extra me. footage under a different name so be that as it may I think we're going to watch the original so next week we're going to watch Surf Party here's the trailer for it Carl let me go ahead and play this okay thank you now you don't know what's going on so let's just talk over this growing up as a kid on the beach was a blast the surf was always good and every night was a party
3: yeah.
0: they're partying
11: tops are being taken off give me
3: five minutes mom I'm having sex
11: your board. I, mean, I made it for you, so you take care of the board and she'll take care of you.
0: That's, uh, Skeet Alter. We've watched this trailer on the show before. Uh-oh, surf's out. My surfboard got stolen. It's gone. Uh-oh.
3: Uh-oh. I saw a guy driving an orange 280Z. The board hanging out the back, dude.
7: Dude! Relax!
11: Let's go get us a surfboard.
7: Now here's the deal. No the rest
5: of us are gonna go tonight, and we're gonna find this guy, and we're gonna
10: bring my board back. Is this a euphemism <laughs> for Jesus? Woo.
0: No, no go. more Jesus.
10: Oh, I'm Just sorry. I thought this was still about Jesus. I thought the surfboard was maybe Jesus. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's good.
0: Made of
9: wood. How shall we do this?
11: Just take it nice and smooth.
3: That's it! That's it right there! You guys be careful! better sleep with one eye open,
0: son! Oh my god.
10: Can't get the right answers in life unless you ask the right questions.
3: Uh, I got an idea. One, two, three. Bikini. What's this about your board? come and
7: they just take our boards? This is a symbol for all that's sacred to our way of
3: life. Just take our
10: boards? Is something sacred to your way of life? Wake
0: up! Matthew Lillard. And the rest. Vanessa Angel. And Joan Jett.
4: That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen.
0: (laughs) Surf Party Summer Unleashed, coming soon. This was released. Summer released, but it was released as National Lampoon Surf Party, and then it has another name. It was re-released recently. So unless we find a better movie, that's what we're going to watch next week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Unless we find a better one. So that was. This is one of the ones that National Lampoon just sort of rented out their name. It wasn't.
0: Yeah, we watched the we watched the movie where uh, it was sponsored by uh, 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 by Much Music. Do you remember that? The
1: Canadian. Yeah.
0: So this Canadian MTV. Uh, It was like Nothing to Lose or like Highway to Love. I don't remember. <laughs> uh-huh. But they uh, they went ahead and did that. And uh, they basically, it was already produced and already branded. And they just re-released it in the States as National Lampoons. It's uh-huh. the same with this one. I think uh, Van Warp Tours produced this movie. And everyone has Van sneakers on it. And, all, <laughs> and they listen to music from the Van Tour. So... All right, uh, Carl. I think I found your song. I'm just I'm just trying to find your theme song again. Your new theme song, the new one. Yeah,
1: it's an old. It's funny you call it a new theme song because it's the same old theme.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: In the park.
0: Oh, we you know. we all know it's the same old thing. All right, so uh, asking
1: you to go to a Twitter handle that doesn't exist. How right.
10: dare you? How dare you discount his genius like this? The same old genius, just the same old genius that throws out old. amazing songs. Just oh, just the same old genius. That's all. Just just like just like every time.
0: Carl, is in your show coming up on the twenty fifth. <clears throat> uh,
1: uh oh wow thanks Mike uh, let's check it out okay so I will be at the Youth Hostel in New York City and that will be Sunday the fourth. Next week. And you might be referring to the 23rd. Will you be, be I, able to do I our show? Um, yes, I will. Because okay. it, this will be at uh, 8 p.m. All right. No all problem, right. Mike. All right. No, no just
0: just day. let me know. I, I don't want you to, to stay in your house and then run off to New York City. Thanks, man. Yeah. All right, well, cool. And uh, I'll be performing at Kavika's Ocean Beach Deli in about an hour and a half over in San Francisco this Sunday uh, if you're listening live. And if you're not, check me out this Tuesday. I'll be hosting my monthly layover show at the Layover Music Lounge, Bar and Lounge in in Oakland. In Oakland. Uh, all right, so let's check out your song, Carl. Thank you so much, audience. Thank you okay. so much. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. <laughs> oops, oops. <Happy> oh no, <laughs> they're taking me away. All right, I'll uh, uh, the Drew ads. The Jew ads, Carl. Uh, <laughs> let me. I'm just. All right, here we go. All Bye.
1: song. My turn-ons are dancing in
3: the dark,
1: kissing on a lark, and
3: peeing in the park.
1: You should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl. That's the duh of France, not the duh of
3: dumbass. But never mind that. Don't follow me now. Follow me later. I mean, for right now. Ah, let
4: to offer. Run!
11: But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak ceiling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollected.org slash comedyclubhouse or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. As your host, Pam Benjamin, brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> yeah.
8: So go out there today and pick up some Green Army skincare products from your local Canvas Procurement Center. Join thegreenarmy.com.
9: Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at eight oh six South Van Ness. We've got great food by our kitchen counter—offer burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Uh, every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll for some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. shot of bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open ah, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shot.
12: Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10pm every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs Go to timstesseract.com Read fiction about the future of San Francisco After the Water Wars of 2121 in Jane 6 Ask a Jedi for important life hacks Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Tesseract.com, Tim's Tesseract.com.
10: In the no
3: in the- Everybody should listen to Muni Radio at MuniRadio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things.
13: Uh, people now are very to the point. Like, you can get everything on apps. Like, dicks. Uh, it's, it's crazy. Like literally you can, um, you can go on Tinder. You can go on anything. Uh, you can have your weed, your groceries, and two penises delivered to your house at the same time if that's what you want. Uh, it's still sort of a trip to me. Uh, sometimes I get mixed up and I don't know who's who. So I'm flashing my robe to my door dasher, which is really embarrassing because half the time they end up being my neighbors. Uh, another thing that I'm really kind of getting used to, is dick pictures like these new young motherfuckers are very direct and to the point like back when I was younger in my early dating days we had to get on the computer wait for it to dial up and then do shit like ASL to people like go on the internet and like talk to people. We actually had to learn how to chat. We had to ask things like what was their age? What was their sex? What was their location? And, uh, feign some sort of like interest before anybody gets around to sending pictures. And which of course takes 20 minutes to download if you're on a dial up modem, which is crazy. And now these kids just text you a picture of their dick. Like, here you go. Here's my dick. Uh, and I'm not mad at that. Honestly, I'm a 30, listen, I'm a 36 year old single mother most of the things that people want to send to me are things like past due notices progress reports fucking who to vote for uh and it's you know it's, it's it's sort of ridiculous and I so when somebody wants to send me a picture of their dick and it's not for a medical reason honestly I'm just like yeah show me that dick show me that dick I'm not afraid of your dick right, give me some dick um But something I've realized about dick pictures is that maybe it's just me being older. Maybe I have more of an appreciation for art. I feel like people could afford to be a little bit more thoughtful about the things that they put. You know, putting some effort into their dick pictures. Like... God, I don't want to, I don't want to see a dick picture with your crusty ass fucking hobbit ass feet in the background. Uh, and don't get me started on the motherfuckers that do this wearing some fucking Tevas. Like, really? What century is this? Seriously? Uh, and then there's also the people that show a picture of their dick with things like toys scattered on the ground, like children's toys scattered on the ground, like jump ropes or uh, like extension cords, oil stains. Like, are you pulling out your dick at a here or a fucking garage like what the fuck uh one thing that i had recently which i thought was sort of special was a guy who actually sent me a picture of his dick against the it was it was obviously taken from an office building in downtown san francisco and it had the salesforce tower building in the background um if you're not familiar with it Salesforce the salesforce tower is one of the largest buildings uh that's basically disrupting the i guess the skyline of the existing san francisco downtown as it is i personally thought that was pretty brave to have your dick with the biggest fucking phallic symbol in san francisco as your background like seriously that thing makes the coit tower look like a skinny ass short little fucking chode uh but the bigger issue was the fact that i too can see the Salesforce tower from my office building so now i've got to figure out which one of my coworkers is secretly showing me their dick um Something else I discovered, um, so another thing about myself that I should mention is I'm also a sex educator here in San Francisco. Uh, it's, I want to say that it is a honorable profession, but really 90% of the time I spend telling people what they can and can't put in their ass. Like... Fists, absolutely. Peanut butter jars, not so much. I've actually seen X rays of people that have like beer bottles in their ass and I look at it and I'm just like, oh, Corona? If if you're gonna put a beer bottle in your fucking ass, at least have some respect and put an IPA or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like racer, lagunitas, like that's how I know you go hoard. You know what I mean? In the paint. Um. Uh, as you've probably I also I also talk to people and my students I talk to them about pornography I'm responsible for putting together a four panel montage of porn called fuckapalooza That shit makes two girls one cup look like a fucking cooking video. It's ridiculous. I love porn. It's so awesome. To be able to say that I watch porn for educational purposes is the biggest cop-out in the world, and I take advantage of it every fucking second I can. Uh, As you've probably figured out, I don't teach sex ed to kids, uh, not for any moral reasons or anything like that, but more so um, 12-year-olds all have iPads and iPhones at this point, and seriously, if they're not smart enough to open up a... Pornhub or like or bang bust and figure out how to do it themselves. Honestly, they deserve to get chlamydia. Uh, One of the other things that I enjoy about being a sex educator is the potential for self growth and self discovery. And something that I've discovered in my several years as a sex educator is that I like BDSM. I'm into very rough sex. You guys into that shit? I fucking love rough sex. Like, I wanna feel that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, You wanna make love? Get a girlfriend. Mama's trying to fuck. Mama's trying to fuck. I got some shit to do afterwards. <laughs> like yeah, and it's just um if you haven't figured out by my um athletic physique, I'm not a huge fan of having to engage in physical activity without Incentives. So uh, I want to feel that shit. Like when I have sex with somebody, I w- I want to feel like I went through some shit to get there. Like I want to, f- like I like the slapping. I like the hitting. I like the pinching. I like the grabbing and the hair pulling and the, uh, I want to feel like Sharkeisha's opponent. I want to feel like I did CrossFit. Like I hiked Mount Kilimanjaro. Like I did Soul Cycle. Like I'm from Hayward, so I want to feel like I ran from the cops and lost. I want to feel like I did America and fucking ninja warrior. Like if I can't call my mom afterwards and ask her for some illegal Filipino painkillers, to me as, I'm far, as far as I'm concerned it's not real. But I do have limitations. I mean, let's let's be honest. If you choke me in bed and the sex lasts for less than 5 minutes, I'm calling the cops. You did not co- You did not need to come up in my room in my house and assault me for no reason. Just ridiculous. So, uh, one of the other things that I've discovered uh, to circle it back to uh, how I've been finding people to fuck um is Tinder. Like that that thing is such a trip. Like I realize I have a type. I really do have a type. I like I like big like I like bigger guys. You know what I'm saying? I like like dad bods. Like I like dad bods. I like fucking jeans, flannels, beards like fucking the over exaggerated douchebag mutton chop fucking facial things like half of my tinder matches look like a cross between seth rogan and ron swanson like if we were watching if 20 if 21 jump street were real i would probably push aside Ch- channing tatum to get to jonah hill like i will sit on his fucking face he doesn't have to say shit i think i'm comedian enough for both of us that's a bold ass statement that's a bold ass statement i said that shit on the air yes i did. Um, But yeah, I like, I like big guys and I like lumberjack looking motherfuckers. So I was particularly excited. Like I really like beards. Like I was really excited for one guy because one, like I said, he looked, he looked like a lumberjack. Like he fit in with my lumberjack steez, like the brawny paper towel guy. Like he looked like he would just come like come over and chop down a tree and fuck me on the stump with a, with a PBR bottle in one hand and a turkey leg in the other. And then at the end, he'll he'll pull a confederate flag out of his beard and throw it at me and tell me to clean myself up. It's my fantasy. <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. So tell me why the motherfucker that showed up at my house, he didn't look like no lumberjack. He looked like Professor Snape from Harry Potter in his 25th trimester of pregnancy. And at that point, I have like really big moral dilemmas because, you know, on one hand, I... I like big guys, but I, I also I also don't want to fat shame, but that's sort of what this is. Like he's he was huge. Like there's a difference between dad bods. There's a difference between dad bods and bitch tits. Like there's a significant difference between saying that you fucked Kevin James from Queen of, from King of Queens and fucking Big Pun. Like there's just a huge fucking difference. Like I like burritos, I just don't want to eat 20 of them at once, you know what I mean? So but he was already in my house and mama needed to get some, so I was like, let's let's get to it. And I tried to get on top Of him, which is more entertaining than actually sexual, it was like trying to mount a bucket, like it was trying to mount a bull. If the bull was Suge Knight, like I couldn't get on top, I couldn't do anything, couldn't get anywhere. So, after a few minutes of that struggle, I said, You know what? Let's start slow, let's try something different, let's do oral. This fool looks me right in my eyes and says, I don't eat pussy. Brother was close to 300 pounds. Like, if you don't eat pussy, that's the only thing you don't eat. And then he said he had to be on top because he had back problems. You know, when a girl is on top of you and she's grinding away and you got titties in your face, in my fantasy, they usually smell like uh, Victoria's Secret love spell or Bath and Body Works vanilla brown sugar. Like, yeah, I, I, I go to a lot of strip clubs. Like, it's, it's my fantasy. I love titties. But it's different when the titties belong to a guy and you're hella insecure because now they're sort of bigger and rounder than yours. And you also don't want to open your mouth because you don't know if what you're going to get is their nipples or sweat or fucking lactation it was terrible but again like I said I'm a sex educator I wanted to be I wanted to say something useful I wanted I wanted the guy to leave my house having learned something new about himself so right before I kicked him out I said you know what this isn't gonna pan out but from one triple d cup to another I think we found the source of your back problems I've been ivy guys thank you
6: Ow! Y'all give it up for Ivy. Oh my god, that was fucking amazing. Great job, Ivy. So that's Ivy Cordova and me and her have been becoming comedy friends for at least like six months to a year now and so we go to weird places and do weird things and that was fucking amazing I think I need to dap on that because I think you murdered the fucking mic everybody who's in their car right now or going anywhere they're like wow that was fucking great so and if you uh, will get your information at the end just in case you guys want to book her because i know you guys would want to hear that so i think we kind of need to talk about some sex now that like you're a sex educator as well as we just had like a whole bunch of kinky situations and i do want to say as a bisexual
7: are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts are you on a raft without a pattern the internet ocean has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat.
6: <laughs> hey everybody. Listen to the weekly review with Roman every Friday from noon to two p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program.
4: to offer. Run!
11: Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can
3: laugh off.